Darlene Gilkey with Nest Home and Holiday, Window Works and More, Santa's Headquarters. Man, you're doing some shopping. you got to stop out of Nest, 1815 North Main Street, Darlene. We will be happy to see you. We're, yeah. we're in the middle of a really stupendous Christmas season, and um, I don't know if it's the weather or if people are just in the mood, but my gosh, we've been busy with Christmas shoppers, and we definitely appreciate that. Now, Darlene, we've got another Super Saturday on the way, but you're going to modify it a little bit, and you're going to be first to hear it here. Yes, we we had published in our our bounty ad that that all gnomes would be 15% off on this weekend for our Super Saturday. Right. And we decided that we would like to add Santas and snowmen to the gnomes. So um, if you are in the market for, and maybe you don't even know you want it until you see it, but we've got some (laughs) great Santas, we've got wonderful snowmen, and we've got, of course, lots of fun gnomes. So come in and take a look at them. They make good gifts. There are lots of ornaments um, in all different sizes. So Santas, gnomes, and snowmen are 15% off on our Super Saturday and also on our Sunday. So all weekend, take advantage of the super savings at Nest Home and Holiday, 15% off Gnome Santas and Snowmen. That's awesome. That's a great description of your store. I didn't know I needed that until I came into your store. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Well, we're decked for sure. Um, And I think it's because... Of course, I've always loved Christmas, and I think everyone who's working there now is kind of of the same of the same ilk as me. Everybody's kind of enjoying right. the, the Christmas season and, and being surrounded by all the fun things. So we hope everybody will come in and, and take a look at, at all the things that are available. Um, we also have a lot of nice things for Christmas gifts, too, so take a look at those as well. And when you decide what to buy, we will gift wrap it free of charge. And I'll tell you what, this isn't the shoddy paper gift wrapping either. This is the good stuff. I just can't bear to not buy nice <laughs> gift wrapping paper. <laughs> it's just part of me. I've always been that way, and I've continued it with the store. So, um, yeah, take take advantage of the free gift wrapping. We we do it with a smile. Yes. Um, we have some new things in this week, too. We We got a new shipment of quilling cards, and we were almost out of our... Christmas quilling cards and, and little gift cards, and so we've right. got a nice supply of those again. And we've got some great new candles that are like the flat candles that come with their own candle holder that we've carried for a number of years. They've they made larger ones, so they've got some kind of craftsman patterns and, and um, fine art p- patterns that are in wax on the front. They're really interesting and would make great gifts. And then we got a new shipment of, of Rootworks bowls and, and serving pieces made out of the tree roots so every one of them is different so anyway a few gift ideas um and of course lots of ways to decorate your home at nest home and holiday 1815 north main street hours we are there from 10 to 6 monday through friday 10 to 5 on saturdays and until christmas we'll be there from 10 to 4 on sundays all right darlene you have an awesome weekend you do the same, Bob, and thank you. Thank you. Darling Gilkey, Nest Home and Holiday. Window works some more, 1815 North Main Street. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Shared Media as part of their community commitment. Boy Scout Troop number 117 and Cub Scout Pack 385 receiving these funds 
her random drawing. Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment. Member FDIC. It's time once again for Moss Holders Design Center's Snowflake Sale. Here's how it works. Stop by Moss Holders, choose the items you want to buy, and then you'll get to draw for a discount. Every customer will receive at least 10% off, but several customers will get 15, 25, and 30% off their purchases. One lucky customer will draw our 50% snowflake, receiving half off their entire sale. Let Moss Holders add some fun to your Christmas shopping this year. Moss Holders Snowflake Sale runs through December 23rd. Moss Holders, furniture is our passion. From Sheridan Media News, it's time for Open Line Friday. Your chance to join the conversation and talk about what you want to talk about. Call the Jackson Electric Open Line at 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. And now your host for Open Lines, Ron Richter and Aaron Palmer. And good morning. Are we on? Dun, dun, dun. I guess we're on. Okay, I, I good morning. Yes, yes. Uh, Ron Richter, Aaron Palmer, Jackson Electric, Open Line Friday. And interesting, interesting question this week. We were we put the question out there talking about the recent uh, stories that came out on the mine here near Sheridan that they discovered was going to possibly be a windfall. That was the question. We were wondering if uh, this was going to make some difference here in town. So what is the question this week, Ron? Uh, the uh, first Northern Bank of Wyoming poll question, Ramaco Resources recently discovered the largest unconventional rare earths deposited in the U.S. and Northern Wyoming. Do you think this will eventually benefit Northeast Wyoming? And 52% of the votes said yes. 39 said no, and 9% were undecided. So 52% over half, a little bit over half said, yes, this will eventually benefit Northeast Wyoming. And yeah, yeah I mean, windfall is is a uh, very um, conservative term because for what that he paid for it, Randall Atkins paid for yeah. that mine and what it could be worth is... Man. That's it. He paid, let me see if I can find the information here. He paid like $2 million back in 2011 for this mine. And, and could, he originally was looking at just doing coal. Uh, in a small, in yeah, right. in a small amount, nothing mm-hmm. major. And then now just, he's got and, it into a few other things. So. Right. And then he found out, okay, there are rare earth minerals in this mine. And he, they're looking at $37 billion, yeah. a possibility of uh, having yeah, that much money. Yeah, upwards of $40 billion possible. Well, I mean, that's insane. Yeah, crazy. So that's what we're talking about today. If you want to talk about that or something else that you want to talk about, the numbers you can call, 674-4443 or 672-5763, and uh, we'll talk about that or whatever you want to talk about uh, on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll come back, and we'll get started right after this.
to the most complex electrical applications, Jackson Electric has the knowledge, the experience, and the reputation to meet and exceed any electrical need or requirement. Jackson Electric's expertise even includes phone systems, data systems, LED lighting systems, fire alarm systems, and irrigation systems. Residential, commercial, industrial, agriculture. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, Jackson Electric does it all at 1851 North Main in Sheridan. This is Ken here at Prime Rate Motors, where we understand everybody's situation is different. We recently had a customer that needed to keep his ranch truck, not traded in. What he needed was a car for town. After visiting with him, we discovered that what he did have was an extra stock trailer. We were able to take that trailer in as a trade-in and got him a nice economy car that was good on gas and easy to park downtown. Stop in. Let's work something out. Here at Prime Rate Motors, the Super Trailer Store, or PrimeRateMotors.com. This public service announcement sponsored by Pilch Engineering, serving Sheridan in Johnson Counties. Every child deserves a Christmas. The Marine Corps Toys for Tots would like you to be part of this year's toy drive. Register, donate, or volunteer at sheridan-wy.toysfortots.org. Distribution is December 14th, 15th, and 16th. Walk-ins welcome at 555 North Main on Saturday the 16th. Hope is only a gift away. If you're looking for a little extra sports coverage in life, you should check out the Weekend Sports Wrap podcast hosted by me, James Timberlake. Every week, we break down some of the biggest stories in the sports world, as well as some other topics along the way. And we'll maybe talk about something random, like how mind-blowing the invention of shoelaces must have been when they first came out. Who knows? For all of your sports jargon and maybe a little extra, check out the Weekend Sports Wrap podcast posted every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts, or on SheridanMedia.com, presented by Jack and Kathleen Wood at 307 Real state and alpine climate control jackson electric open line friday aaron palmer ron richter uh today we're talking about the brooks M- brook brook mine brook mine yep and uh, just the, just north of shared you were just telling me about that it, it, explain where this is ron if you would uh, it's just north of Sheridan. just as you're like on i-90 you come down the hill there you can see the little building it says coming I down the hill like right where tongue river is right yes. there okay yep and uh, it's just right back there. It's it's really the vicinity is close to. So it's uh, a, it's not that big. No, it's not a very big mine, but it apparently has a lot of worth. A lot of sh- stuff yeah. that is worth a lot of money. We were talking about that before the break. And let me see, Randall Atkins, who's a former Wall Street banker, bought the mine uh, just outside Sheridan. As we said, he he bought it sight unseen, and originally was going to just make it a, a coal plant to supply coal to power plants, which wouldn't have made him, you know, a ton of money, but it would have been, you know, at least a... a lucrative. Lucrative venture, right. Until, of course, the coal industry, you know, the, the market for it went to went south. Right. And um, But that was originally what he was going to do. Then somehow, some way, they figured out that there are rare earth minerals on the property out there. And these things are, from from what I've read, a, a lot of these rare earths come from China. And we spend, and these are things that are You're used talking about in, the minerals, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. They're made, they're, they're put into, or they're used to manufacture things like lasers, uh, batteries, lithium batteries, blah, blah, blah. All of these things, high-tech stuff. 
And so they're very valuable. And we spent, I, I think it was something along the lines of $160 million buying these materials from China, which is one of our adversaries. We don't want to say they're, you know, our enemy, but they're, you know, we're not really friendly with them. And they have the the purse strings, so to speak, or the purse for all of these things that we need for high-tech lasers, high-tech everything. And, you know, if they really wanted to cripple our economy, they could just turn off the spigot. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, look how the economy was crippled in 2020. That, I mean, that wasn't... <laughs> right. Well, we won't even go there, you know. It wasn't intentional, so to speak, but... Right. Was it? I mean, come on. <laughs> Really? Conspiracy anyway, theory. conspiracy theory. Well, but that's, yeah. but that's what I, I, one I of the we, things that we're looking yes, at is, it, is and yes, it, it could. Seventy-four percent of the rare earth minerals between eighteen and twenty-one were imported from China. Yeah, that's a lot. And, and, and you know, you you mentioned batteries, and people don't really think batteries, but you know, what electronic device do you have that doesn't take right. a battery? The lithium-ion batteries in our phones. Yes. Same thing. Those yeah. minerals are required for those those batteries. So there are applications other than well, we're going. You know, we don't need those because we're not going to buy an electric car. Well, that's a very tiny, tiny yes fraction of what we're talking about because these things, lasers for the military, these minerals are required for that. Just the, the, these things go on for days. The types of things that that are manufactured through these. And so that's one of the things that they found out. And when China, here's the interesting thing, in, interesting thing to me, if I can speak, is that China has to go in and mine these through hard, hard strata to capture these minerals. And if they find these, which they apparently have, it just north of Sheridan here, this is in very soft rock, which is easier to mine than what they do in China. It doesn't take a lot of the chemicals, the acid leaching and blah, blah, blah that they have to do in China to to extract those minerals like, you know, like they do in China. They don't have to do that here in Sheridan. Trying to say China, China doesn't uh, respect the environment? Not Well, not that. It's just that, <laughs> no, that's just how they, they have to do it. Well, no, yeah, yeah, they don't. We they don't have an EPA over there. So yeah. there's that. But it's just that it's a lot easier to mine. It's not as costly to mine here uh, or this is what they're expecting. This is what they're telling us. So that's why these minerals are so valuable. One of the reasons. We do have a caller. And uh, caller, you're on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. Go ahead. Well, thank you, gentlemen. I'd like to make two comments, if sure. I could, this Go ahead. morning. My uh, somewhat limited understanding, Mr. Randall Atkins, um, if you go across the interstate down there, across tongue, you can see his property located in that area, but he also owns uh, Sheridan Coal Company lands that if you took the old road and cut off at Ash Creek and then headed towards Decker were uh, also where I believe these rare minerals are hoped to be located, not the small area around Acme. However, uh, the DEQ has engaged with Mr. Atkins permitting, et cetera, to do this. But at the time when he was going to go for coal, his problem was he did not own the surface rights to drill from Sheridan Coal Company, Decker did. So I don't know if this is uh, an effect to his ability to access what is 
believed to be there, but he was going to do um, a kind of uh, bank drilling, horizontal drilling for coal, where you go in the side of a bank, not from the surface down or open pit. And that coal mining uh, prospect fell apart. So I don't know. I know the DEQ has engaged with him, so that might be a source of more information in regard to the prospects, but it's a much, much bigger area than what he owns there near the Acme Pits. The other thing I wanted to comment on is you ran a brief story about Wyoming limited liability laws, and this is interesting because Wyoming's limited liability laws were completely rewritten in 2010. They went back to a certain extent to uh, 1974, but out with the old, in with the new. And what happened was former Secretary of State Kathy Carpen uh, took an action to in- assemble a group of private sector lawyers, uh, Tom Long, Scott Meyer, uh, Bob Berger, Rosie Berger's husband, and others. They were all attorneys, private practice, Penson McMillan, Lonabon Riggs, other firms, okay? Well, what they wanted to do was rewrite these laws, and they did. And there was a uh, legislative service office put out a paper on it called um, Wyoming Limited Liability Laws, Wyoming Home Cooking. And it was very interesting. Well, because of problems that then came up from after 2010, under the um, enactment, the structure of these laws, they readdressed it in 2016. But it was the same group who wrote the laws in 2010 that readdressed it at the request of then Secretary of State uh, because problems were clearly uh, turning up. I think maybe Mr. Richter's mentioned before the Panama Papers. That was a classic example. But so they, they came back at the request of the new Secretary of State and said, we got a problem here. Nothing changed. I listened to the meeting on that. It took about 30 minutes. Nothing changed. Then in 2018, they came up with something a little bit new, no changes to the LLCs, but they called it the Sandbox Act, okay? And what this did was create a newer and different, even more exclusive type of LLC, a closed LLC with one member, and that member's the registered agent. Now, in order to pierce the veil, and that's how it's kind of referred to, pierce the veil of an LLC, you must do so through the registered agent. Now, the Secretary of State's office can initiate such an action, and so can local law enforcement. By that, I mean sheriff. I don't mean police. And this was done here We had our sheriff's officers here uh, investigating a uh, political flyer that went out that was inappropriate or wrong. It it involved Cyrus Western and Bill Novotny out of um, Johnson County. Yeah, I remember that. It's Mm -hmm. doable. It's doable. But um, it it probably does need to have readdressed because what we're seeing is my opinion. We are seeing a piling on of bad actors under this 2010 rewrite of the Wyoming Limited Life. And when I say they threw the old ones out, they did. (laughs) I mean, goodbye. We're starting new. And why this was done, 
to be quite candid, I think it was that uh, the governor probably said to uh, Mrs. Carpenter, we need some money, honey. Now, that's just me saying that, but it certainly did fill the coffers. But in the end result, will it have been a good benefit? I don't know. Now, Chuck Gray, of course, he's only been in there a short time, and he's kind of had this thing fall on his lap. So we'll just have to see now whether there is the impetus to um, readdress, let's call it fairly, readdress, and maybe with a new bunch of players, maybe some new folk. Anyway, thank you so much. I'm, I'm happy. And by the way, I want to say I was terribly impressed with Floyd Whiting. He did a Tuesday interview with a substance abuse, I believe the gentleman yeah. was a physician. And I tell you, that takes a lot of guts. Yep. And I was very impressed. Good show. So, I agree. Thanks. You Bye. Bet. Thank you, caller. Well, interesting. Apparently, we're we're having uh, our government, according to certain people, that are really looking at how can we fill our coffers with money. We don't even want to get started on property taxes, but we'll talk about that coming up in the future because yeah. that's going to be another issue with the legislature this year. Even though it's just just a uh, budget session budget session yes. thank you I, I just had a senior moment I was trying to go what they're going to talk about money but <laughs> I couldn't figure out what I wanted to say anyway it's a budget I, session so there won't be a whole lot of excess stuff put in there but I still think I, I don't property I, I taxes know are going to be nowhere near the amount I should about the legislature but I always find it a little bit odd that the budget sessions are so much shorter than the general sessions yet the budget is literally what drives the state. Yeah, it's over half of what they should be doing. Over half. But what, it's, what, it's a, a third of the... Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I understand the whole, you know, general session, any bill can be brought up, yada, yada, yada. Right. But I mean, still it's... Without, you would think, yeah, but you would without think... A, without okay, a balanced budget. And that's one thing, at least Wyoming balances their budget. There are yeah. a lot of states that go into the hole every year. I was going to say crapper, but... <laughs> <laughs> You, you said the politically correct version. Yes, I did. <laughs> did you really say that out loud? Anyway. No, I thought it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. What we're talking about is uh, the rare earth mine. Well, I guess we don't want to call it that. It's a coal mine right. that they have discovered rare earth elements in, which are way more valuable than the coal itself. So obviously they're looking at the possibility of taking these rare earth minerals, processing them, and having them uh, a, a local domestic source for these materials as opposed to buying them from China at a hugely inflated cost. So, again, why are these rare earth elements so valuable? And I have some pronunciations here. I'm going to try to not butcher these, but I'm not going to I'm glad. I'm glad you're taking them, I'll Aaron. try it. Because I took so, one look at that page, and I'm like, yeah. No. Neodymium is one of them. Neodymium. Also, praseodymium. Praseodymium is one of the others. And dysprosium are three of the elements that are found out there and that are used in, and they're called rare earth elements, REEs. And they're found in the Brooks Mine, according to a company press release. 
Rare earths are used in a wide array of applications. We touched on this, including specialty glass products, steel making, and batteries. Um, they're used in lasers and other Defense Department weapons, blah, blah, blah. And you said earlier, from 2018 to 2021, 74% of the rare earth elements in the U.S. were imported from China. And they're not cheap. $160 million worth of rare earth compounds and metals were purchased by the U.S. from China in 2021. That's why these are so valuable. We do have a caller that is waiting to be heard. Caller, you're on the air. Go ahead. Good morning. Good morning. I really enjoy this show. Good. And you know what? Thank I you. really enjoy hearing what Vicki Taylor has to say because she is so investigative. and She, she does some... has looked into a lot of stuff. I will give you that. Yes. Yes, she has. And, you know, she's lifted up some pretty heavy rocks and found uh, stink bugs underneath there. <laughs> and those stink bugs, they don't like that rock being lifted up. And I don't mean to be gossipy, but I'm going to because I want somebody to uh, let me know if it's true or not. I... I know a few people who know a lot more people than I do, but the Sheridan Press won't allow her to put, you know, won't put her articles in the paper anymore. Well, why not? I mean, it, letters to the editor, they, that should happen. And then I heard from another one who, who knows other people that said, uh, Vicki Taylor is not welcome in the courthouse, and she cannot go to those offices. She has to stay at the main desk. And huh. if that is true, I really want to know because that is totally not right. Those well, records. Yeah. If if somebody walks in there and you know pulls something that's illegal or you know accosts the employees, that's one thing. But just to go in and speak your piece, speak your mind, whatever, that's what those public buildings are for. Yeah, and get get the information that she's seeking. I mean, right. come on, that that's, boy, I'll tell you what, and that's why I've always been this way, re-elect no one. I mean, city, county, state, federal, and Vicki Taylor would be a very good write-in for county commissioner. My opinion. Okay. All right. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I've heard that where people are saying, don't reelect anyone. And that's, in theory, good. But how long would it take before we ran out of people that actually wanted to run? Yeah. So, you know. Unless we have some kind of a... I don't know, directive or law that said everyone must serve at some point. Like like your civic duty? Right. Is you know, like like almost Israel, like jury have, duty kind right. of. Yeah. But, you know, like say in Israel, you're required to put in, I think it's two years in the military there. So maybe there's something like that where you're required to do some kind of civic duty work on a county commission, uh, city council, something like that, state legislature, something. I don't know. 
I don't know. I, I just think it wouldn't take very long if we could not reelect someone or people in general. I think it would only be a matter of time before nobody would run. There would be nobody to run because they, they just wouldn't care. We actually kind of run into that sometimes right? here. Even now. There's, there's a lot of elected officials that run unopposed. Yeah, I agree. Crazy. Well, something to think about anyway. We're going to take a break on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. We'll come back and uh, continue our discussion and hopefully talk about whatever you want to talk about right after this. to Jackson Electric and you'll feel the power. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, call Jackson Electric. Commercial, residential, agricultural, it makes no difference. Call Jackson Electric. Jackson Electric does high efficiency LED lighting and fire alarm systems installation. Wiring a home, wiring a business, new electrical service, or enlarging existing surface. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light at 1851 North Main in Sheridan. Hi, Danielle. Happy holidays. I'm so excited to perform at the Wyatt Theatre with you this December. Oh, me too. I love Frank Sinatra. Christmas My Way, a Sinatra holiday bash, is the perfect way to celebrate the holidays. And with our amazing team, we'll be just like the Rat Pack, crooning on the wire stage. And the Rat Pack was definitely not for kids. (laughs) Swinging carols, singing standards, every single one recorded by old Blue Eyes himself. He sang so many great tunes. This is going to be a night to remember. Don't miss out on the singinest, swingingest Christmas of all. Christmas My Way, a Sinatra holiday bash, December 15th through the 17th at the Wyo Theatre. Tickets at wyotheatre.com. Ever wonder why Miss Universe is always from Earth? Well, the same goes for you figuring out the tune-up of your 404 side-by-side, because even if you do it, you'll do it wrong. Just bring your machine to Handles, and they'll get that close encountering activity between you and your machine back to its extraterrestrial dominating self again, turning your 404 into the galactic trail-eating monster it was when it was new. And don't forget that 404s make great stocking stuffers. Handles Service Center on Sheridan's Heartland Drive. ERA Carroll Realty is back with the 7th Annual Holiday Shopping Sweepstakes. This is your chance to win $1,000 in gift certificates and chamber bucks from our Sheridan and Buffalo merchants. And we've tied into a national campaign to give you a chance at winning $15,000 cash. Five winners will receive prizes totaling $1,000 to stores like Centennial Theaters, Rose Petal Beauty, Wyarno Bar and Grill, Zerumsky Family Practice, and Pride and Groove. Just go to the contest page at sharedmedia.com. Enter once each day through December 12th. Hi, this is David Cook with ERA Care Realty. We're about more than real estate. We're about family, friendship, and community. Happy holidays.
Jackson Electric Open Line Friday, Aaron Palmer, Ron Richter. And we are talking on the open line about the Brook Mine, which is just north of Sheridan. And as Ron explained earlier, if you go north toward Billings and you come down that big hill going down into the Tongue River Valley there, the mine is just off of the interstate right there. You can I see I believe it. the mine is. I'm, I'm not sure the exact At least the headquarters are yes, anyway. the little ICAM building okay. sitting there. But uh, So ooh. that's where we're talking about is right there. And so the whole thing is they've discovered originally the owner had purchased this umpteen dozen years ago and just expected to produce coal that right, he was cool, going to yeah. sell to local coal uh, power plants around the area and discovered that there were rare earth elements that were in abundance in that area. And uh, so the question was, Ron, this week, we were asking the public, what? Uh, First Northern Bank of Wyoming poll question, Ramaco Resources recently discovered the largest unconventional rare earths deposit in the U.S. in uh, northern Wyoming. Do you think this will eventually benefit northeast Wyoming? 52% said yes. 39 said no, and 9% were undecided. And um, Randall Atkins actually has come out and said that uh, operations could start really soon. They were. I, I read something earlier that they were expecting production to begin in the fourth quarter of this year. Right. Which is now. So it hasn't happened, at least I'm not aware that it's happened, but if it doesn't happen, they're looking at any minute. Yeah, you know, or, it could early, be early next year, early twenty twenty four. Right, so they're they're looking at at making production on these elements, but, and so now, do you, I was going to ask because I I don't, I don't frankly know, but what is the permitting process compared to actual mining for coal, mining for these rare earth? Oh, I don't elements? know. Well, don't what know. what is the difference? Couldn't tell you. I I I don't know that. I know that the EPA, DEQ would obviously be involved. Of course. And there are certain things, especially if right. you're talking about, you know, this mine being right close to the uh, Tongue River, which define close. But if it is, you know, then you're looking at, well, is there going to be water contamination, soil contamination, blah, blah, blah. But that's, as we touched on earlier, China, when they mine these minerals, they use all kinds of caustic chemicals to remove those from the hard strata that these chemicals or the, excuse me, these compounds are found in, which they wouldn't have to do in the brook mine site. They're in very, very lesser hard strata, according to what I've read. So I don't know what the process would be. If somebody knows, is there somebody from the EPA or somebody that's listening, call in and let us know. But it's got to be less than what it would be for, or about the same, I would think, for coal. Because there's, there, I don't believe there are any caustic chemicals being used in the process. If this actually moves forward and they start mining rare earth minerals, it would only be the second mine in the U.S. for that. Yeah, producing mine. Yeah. They found other... Yeah, but I mean, but this yeah, actually this is, mm-hmm. operating right. and, and that they're actually digging up the, the so, minerals. Right. Yeah. This stuff. stuff. Um, Interesting. But, yeah. and now, you know, there are, I mean, I know with the Brook Mine, there were a lot of people in that area, in the Tongue River Valley, that were concerned about air and water quality. Sure. Um, and, and anytime you have a mining 
production. That's that's just the way it is. It's not yeah. that they were specifically to that per- process. Well, yeah, I mean, it's you, just in general. The thing right. is, air quality is affected when there's a quarry. Right. I, I mean, how much is it affected? I don't know. Right. right. I've never lived next to one. So, right. Right. But but you're talking even with the traffic going in and out of there, you're going to have things that you, people don't even think about. Like um, we're going to have to have treatments on the roads because they're going to be yes uh, industrial roads as opposed to just a dirt road for local ranch and there, access. there will be large trucks yep there will so things to consider there um, as as far as what the poll question showed people are thinking it's going to benefit uh, the area so let's talk a little bit about that how will that uh, the first thing would be obviously jobs yeah how many jobs? We don't know. Don't know. But there's going to be jobs available. And I would assume they would be not entry-level minimum wage jobs. These are going to be people that are operating equipment, that are skilled at what they do. So they're going to be living wage jobs. Yeah, there'll be engineers right. and geophysicists and Guys running whatnot. heavy equipment, you would think, or right. driving trucks or whatever. Right. They're going to be... You know, lucrative, I shouldn't say lucrative, but they're going to be, you know, you're people making a living, a good living. So you've got jobs. They're going to be paying income taxes. They're going to be paying this, this, and this. Now you're also going to have mineral extraction taxes that will be paid into Sheridan County and the state of Wyoming. Mm-hmm. That's also going to be lucrative for the state and the county. A lot of tax revenue. You would think. One would think. I mean, it would. I don't know how. Right. You know, there wouldn't be. And mineral extraction, you know, it's not a huge number by itself. But when you're talking, you know, whatever, millions of tons or even hundreds of thousands of tons of minerals being extracted, that adds up. Mm -hmm. Just like coal. You know, coal itself, if you you go out and buy a pound of coal, it doesn't cost anything. You're not going to see taxes on a pound of coal. You, you know, put a few train loads of coal and coal cars and... (laughs) shift that off somewhere, right? you know, that revenue, that tax revenue is going to add up. And you've got how many of those going out every year annually. So could be lucrative. Um, so those are some of the positives. Let's talk a little bit on the negatives because there were certain stories that came out on this subject that uh, had both sides of the story. So what are the critics saying? Um, and we touched on this earlier. Often, REEs, which are rare earth elements that we're talking about, are found mixed with other elements, including some that are radioactive. Hmm. Separating and purifying them is intensive and creates waste that can be harmful to the environment. Okay, fair enough. The Brook Mine's unconventional deposits are supposed to make extraction less expensive and won't require the use of caustic acids, according to reports from the uh, mine people. That's actually from Randall Atkins. Right. Yeah, so, I mean, he's he's basically... <clears throat> well, he's advocating, obviously. Is it true? Who knows? I'm not an engineer. I'm not a geologist. Right. I don't know. But according to the Powder River Basin Resource Council, which we are all familiar with, Um, They're concerned. Um, It has been fighting Ramaco for years back when the company still planned to mine coal. So they wanted, you know, they had issues with it when it was a coal mine. 
and residents were worried how its presence might affect air and water quality, according to Wyoming Public Radio. And now, with the plans for the mine shifting to these rare earth elements, uh, the Powder River Resource Council seems to have its concerns, still have its concerns. Um, The company's been looking for a way to make value out of something they bought many years ago, and they just haven't found the right way to make profit yet. According to Shannon Anderson, the Powder River Basin Resource Council's attorney, um, who told the Casper Star Tribune this. And so here we go. Here's another attempt to make it profitable. So there are people that are concerned about this that... um, maybe don't look at this as a as a positive or a windfall and that maybe he's just shifting gears trying to this is Adkins I'm talking about. That their their take on this is maybe he's just shifting gears and looking for a way to recoup some of his expenses and what he's doled out so far. Valid argument. I don't know. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Yeah. Honestly. We do have a caller who is waiting. Caller you're on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. Go ahead. Another beautiful day in Sheridan County. Yes, Indeed. it is. Thank you. How are you? I believe the mine. I believe the mine you're looking for is not in the Tongue River Valley. Oh, um, okay. Where is it? I'm looking at Google Earth here, uh, North Forty Four Fifty Six. Um, it's out there, uh, still north. If you go out the interstate past the Taylor uh, Shale Pit, the next road. And then go up on top of the ridge up there. I believe it's the old Black Mountain mine, and uh, you can see the um, uh, where they've been stripping coal in the past. Okay. So um, I believe that's the that's the mine that uh, they're talking about, and it's, it's not in Alluvial Valley or anything. Okay, so, that very well could be. I don't know if um, Ron had said that the the headquarters for the company may be down next to. I have no idea. I I just yeah. know that it's north of Sheridan, up in that area. Well, yeah, that's their that's their building down there, and the and the uh, mine entrance that you see in the hill back there is the old Monarch mine. Okay. That so the mine the, itself uh, is up on the ridge above the Tongue River up there. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm, in between Tongue River and Ash Creek. Gotcha. Perfect. So, yeah, if you get Google Earth there, you can you can see the. The road just follow it east from the um, interstate, and uh, so you access that actually through where the uh, Taylor Mine or Taylor area is. No, right past the next the next road past the Taylor uh, Shale Pit. Okay, but right in and there. just follow it, follow it in and and uh, take the right fork the next the next fork that you come to and take the next fork and. And uh, you can see it right there. That road uh, will actually continue clear on across and come out on Ice Creek. And uh, that's another mine in there that was proposed. That would be the, the Ice Creek mine. In fact, they did a pit in there, an exploratory pit. And this may be even part of the same deal. Hmm. Interesting. I didn't even think to Google so, it, to be honest with you. Thank you for doing that. Well, there there you are. You can You can look at it from the air. Amazing. And there it is. Here I am. You know, Does it show the exact size of the mine? Well, you can look at the uh, section lines there, and you can you can see the size of the pit in relation to um, your section lines. And they have quite a hole in the ground there. Hmm. 
there's a there's an oblong um, uh, portion that's filled with water. It looks to me like on the uh, north side of that road, and that's probably one of the pits. And then uh, you can see the other part there, and it looks like there's water in part of that, and then some spoil piles off to the uh, south southeast of um, some water there. I'll be done. All right. Okay. Now, I don't know if there's probably some controlled access to that. I don't know, but uh, I don't. Uh, from what I can see here, there aren't any, even any gates or anything there. But um, there you go, folks. Okay. Um, Perfect. <laughs> right. Well, thanks for your input, Paul. Appreciate it. Um, have you ever been over to any of the mines, you know, like over the big ones, like over by Wright, over by Gillette? I've just seen them driving by. I've been in those. I used to work for a company years ago where I actually had to get on the mine. So I was like in like Jacob Jacob's Ranch, Black Thunder Mines, all of the right. huge ones over there. And it's I never actually got into the pits because I was servicing, you know, doing service work there in some of the buildings. And so I was all over them, but I never actually saw the pits. But you could see a lot of the mines there. It's amazing. The stuff that happens over there, it's crazy. And you always, you know, because I always had to go through OSHA training and whatnot, you know. And so they always showed these uh, videos where, you know, people in pickup trucks were, some have been killed, obviously, which is bad. But sometimes one of those trucks, you can't, you can't see those, you know, those huge coal trucks. Right. Uh, would back over a pickup or even a smaller piece of equipment and just annihilate those things. <laughs> it's just crazy. So you had to be careful. Yeah. You, your head's on a swivel the whole time you were there. Anyway, interesting stuff. We're going to take another quick break. We'll come back and get things wrapped up on the Jackson Electric, Jackson Electric Open Line Friday right after this. to the most complex electrical applications. Jackson Electric has the knowledge, the experience, and the reputation to meet and exceed any electrical need or requirement. Jackson Electric's expertise even includes phone systems, data systems, LED lighting systems, fire alarm systems, and irrigation systems. Residential, commercial, industrial, agriculture. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, Jackson Electric does it all at 1851 North Main in Sheridan. A leader in sports medicine, Sheridan Orthopedic Associates is thrilled to announce their new highly skilled and fellowship trained podiatrist, Dr. Daniel Peterson, DPM. Dr. Peterson specializes in advanced foot and ankle reconstruction and has successfully performed thousands of procedures. He'll be seeing patients in January so you can get back to doing the things you love pain-free. Schedule your appointment at SheridanOrtho.com. Discover the difference with Sheridan Orthopedics. Get ready for a sleigh ride of savings at Waring Sheridan Chevrolet, your holiday destination for all things Chevy. They've decked the halls with an incredible lineup of nearly 30 brand new Chevy Silverado pickups on the lot. It's a season of giving, and we're giving you a chance to save big with up to $5,000 in rebates or more on select Silverados. Dash into Waring Sheridan Chevrolet today. Wrap up the year with a bow on top of a Silverado of your dreams. 
and discover the wearing way of buying a vehicle online at wearingsheridan.com. For a very limited time, Shipton's Big R has a gift from Ariat that keeps on giving. December holiday rebates. The more you spend, the more you get. Spend, well, well, let's say give, because it is the season of giving. Earn some holiday cash. Spend $150 on Ariat products, get $15 back. Spend $250, receive $35 back. And if you make it to a $400 Ariat purchase, that's $70 in cash coming back to you. This is an exclusive mail-in offer from Ariat. When it comes to premium Western products, Ariat is the right choice. At Shipton's Big R, you can choose from comfortable and stylish Ariat footwear, Ariat denim that fits and feels right, shirts, tops, caps, and outerwear, even accessories. Whether you're in the saddle or out on the town, choose Ariat. The holiday rebate offer from Ariat is available right now at Shipton's Big R on Sugarland Drive in Sheridan. Branded with quality. This holiday season, give the gift that keeps on giving with Sunlight Federal Credit Union. Imagine a 25-month certificate of deposit at a dazzling 5.13% annual percentage yield. With a solid 5% annual percentage rate, starting with just a $500 deposit, you can secure your financial future without breaking the bank. No new money required. Give the gift of savings this holiday season. Member NCUA, Sunlight Federal Credit Union, building a brighter future together. Jackson Electric Open Line Friday on KROE and Aaron Palmer, Ron Richter. We're kind of wrapping things up. Today we were talking about the Brookmine and how it went from a potential coal mine, which was originally what the owner, um, buyer, Randall Adkins, had originally purchased it to do. And then somehow in the last umpteen dozen years, he has figured out that there is a rare earth element deposit in there that is worth bokus more than the coal that's in the ground with it. So these rare earth elements are looking at, um, he originally paid $2 million for the mine, and now it's projected to be worth upwards of $40 million. Billion. Billion, excuse me. $40 billion, I believe. Yes, he paid two million for it, and it's up worth thirty-seven billion. I yeah. read that wrong. Wow, that's a huge increase in huge return on investment. Wow. Anyway, so these rare earth elements, like we said, we get these from China right now, and these are used in all kinds of high-tech stuff: lasers for the Defense Department, other things, chips. Um, batteries, all kinds of high-tech stuff that we absolutely have to have in our modern technology, technological world, have to have these. So that's one of the things that makes this so valuable is that this would be one of two mines, but this one being significantly bigger than the other one, to produce these rare earth elements that can be used domestically instead of buying them from China. So that's what this was all about. So crazy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely crazy. Um, we do have a minute left-ish. So thank you, callers, for calling in and uh, giving us your opinions on stuff. Next, what did we want to do next week, Ron? Do we want to do that? The Christmas tree? Yeah. You want to talk about cr- cr- Christmas? Yes. We probably should. If we're going to do it, it's next week. But if we talk about Christmas, I can talk about Krampus. <laughs> 
I'm okay. Just, I'm just saying. All right. Well, <laughs> we'll we'll come up with a poll question concerning Christmas. We'll do that. That'll be for next week. That'll do it for the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. Ron Richter and Aaron Palmer. Thank you so much for joining us. We will talk to you next week, and we'll discuss Christmas. Krampus. See you, Ron. Arriba Durche. Jackson Electric and you'll see the light. Maybe it's as simple as adding an extra outlet. Maybe it's as detailed as wiring an industrial building. Maybe it's high efficiency LED lighting or a fire alarm system or phone system installation and repair. Maybe it's data system wiring, irrigation wiring or electric motor sales and repair. Commercial, residential, industrial, agriculture, above ground, below ground. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light at 1851 North Main in Sheridan. I'm here today with Candace Crane from Sheridan Honda and Power Sports. Tommy, hi. Tis the season. Are you done shopping yet? I'm a last minute guy. Well, lucky for you, we have a great deal on gifts for all your outdoor loving family and friends. All gear and apparel are buy one, get one half off. It's like a gift for you and a gift for them. Ah, get one for Belle and me, matching goggles. Or mono suits, jackets, sweatshirts, t-shirts, helmets, and gear bags. And if you really want to go big, our Junior Renegade ATVs are also buy one, get one half off. Shop and save on holiday gifts at Sheridan Honda and Power Sports. The grand reopening of Legacy Diamond and Gems with their total store remodel is complete and better than ever. With Christmas just around the corner, stop into their exquisitely remodeled store and see the latest jewelry. Jewelry Designs, Legacy Diamond and Gems, where quality jewelry at an affordable price is always in style. Their staff of jewelry professionals are always ready to assist you in finding that perfect gift of fine jewelry that says, I love you. Legacy Diamond and Gems, 11 North Main Street, downtown Sheridan. Jingle all the way to savings this December with Perry's Trailer Sale. Spectacular year-end blowout. Picture this, nine flatbed trailers, three dump box trailers, all priced to jingle your bells before the end of the year. Now, if you're on the hunt for a sturdy flatbed or reliable dump box, look no further. Perry's Trailer Sales is your one-stop sleigh ride to the North Pole. Santa's helpers are standing by to assist you, but you better hurry. There's a limited number of these flatbeds and dump box trailers that are getting blown out. Perry's Trailer Sales, year-end blowout, 2516 Coffee and Avenue. Hi, everyone. This is Teresa at the Chamber, reminding you to continue visiting Stroll participating businesses while wearing your Stroll button for your chance to get caught shopping. Our elves will be giving away chamber books on Saturdays through December 16th. For details, visit SheridanWyomingChamber.org. Christmas stroll and get caught shopping are brought to you by Fremont Toyota, PDS, Lodor and Lumber, Century 21 BHJ Realty, Jack and Kathleen Wood 307 Real Estate, LNH Industrial, McDonald's, Sheridan Liquor, Wearing Sheridan Chevrolet, and Wyoming Building Supply. Guess what? Sheridan Media just doubled your holiday shopping budget. Sheridan Media's Christmas online auction We've got a brand new 2.2 all-wheel drive EV bike from Handos, leather accent chair from Carol's Furniture, personal training and gym memberships from Anytime Fitness. It's a stocking stuffer's delight. The Sheridan Media online auction starting bid half a retail value. Shop local on the Sheridan Media online.